my name is Julie Turney, and this is the HR Sound Off Podcast Show, the show created for HR and business professionals to discuss pertinent topics and trends as it relates to our professions. We're going to have amazing conversations with HR professionals from all over the world, get to learn their origin stories. How did they get into this profession? What do they love about being here? And how they want to set the record straight on that one misconception that really drives them crazy about our profession. Are you ready? I'm ready. Then let's sound off. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the HR Sound Off Podcast Show. My name is Julie Turney. I am your host. How are you doing today? Wherever you are listening to this podcast in the world, know that it is created by an HR professional for HR professionals, magnifying HR voices. And today I am here to magnify the voice of the man himself, Anthony Howard. Anthony, how are you doing? (laughs) Welcome. Good, good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. Why don't we kick off by telling our audience a little bit about who is Anthony Howard and how did you get here? Tell us a bit about your HR origin story. Yeah. Well, I will begin off with say I'm a unicorn. um, And I think that most HR individuals, they have a journey. They've mastered Mm -hmm. the art of the pivot. I've definitely done that. I went mm-hmm. from wanting to be an elementary school teacher mm-hmm. to going into customer service, to picking up open enrollment calls, wow. to using the power of certification to pivot into HR. And uh, now I, I'm an entrepreneur after a full-time entrepreneur after uh, 20, 22 years of being in the profession in various roles for uh, mainly high-tech industry, Mm-hmm. Med devices and, and biofarm. Now I'm founder and CEO of, of HR Certified. And our primary purpose is to really amplify the need of diversity in the U.S. HR industry. Beautiful. We're so glad to have you here. And thank you for sharing your journey. Thank you. Two, two plus decades of oh, wow. HR. Oh, that- wow. Yeah, that, that put a reality <laughs> to it, didn't it? <laughs> It certainly did, my friend, Uh, of being in the HR space, sharing. You must have some interesting stories to share. And I think we're going to get into a few of them here today. But I have to just, let's take a moment to just show the audience that's going to watch this on YouTube your shirt. Let's let's show them that shirt. Oh, yeah. Now, Anthony, I need me one of those. You have some, you, you owe me some shirts, Anthony. Uh, okay. All right. Hey, look, this call has been recorded for quality purposes. So, <laughs> okay. And, and look, it's either official in writing or in a recording. In the recording. <laughs> and this recording is going to make a note, so it will be a transcript. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hey, the power AI. The look, power. Nothing surprises, nothing surprises me. me. I work in HR. And I think everybody can um, agree to that, right? Yes. Um. I, I I feel and right I'm right now I'm working on a book mm-hmm. uh, to go through that journey. I'm trying to decide whether or not I need to move after the book is published. But you know, you see everything you see in here and feel Every, yes everything. And just it's imagine true. just with COVID, I mean, we felt things even further. Like it mm-hmm. went even deeper. 
Mm-hmm. And we still needed to be here to ensure yeah. that our organization still, you know, was running. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, nothing, surpri- nothing surprises us because yeah. we work in HR. That's right. That's <laughs> right, my friend. What made you make the transition from corporate HR to being an entrepreneur? Yeah, um, it was, it's multifaceted on what, what mm-hmm. happened, but the bigger one was it was it was triggered by trauma. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, I, I find that a lot of people have to go through that to realize, yeah. like, you got to find your purpose. You got to find your thing. Your sister here. Um, your sister and, right here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. my grandmother, who raised me, I, I memorialized her uh-huh. all around me. Yeah. When she passed, I just realized I, I had some deep work to do. Yeah. Um, and what I realized was a couple of things. One was that I wasn't living my authentic self mm-hmm. because I was traversing environments that didn't look like me. So yeah. I showed up, I, I call it uh, like an outfit that didn't fit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, there, I mean, throughout this journey, you know, I always say like, is something wrong with me? Am I doing something wrong? Yeah. And all of that, because I mean, I, I try so hard to assimilate. Yeah. Um, but I realized that even though I, I did that to be comfortable, I did that mm-hmm. to feel safe. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I would never really truly accomplish what I'm here for. What am I right. set here to do? Yeah. Um, by work, walking a path that's already, um, already traversed. Mm. So getting over the depression I had to go deeper with what is it yeah. that I wanted to do. And when I realized I, in reflection mm-hmm. of my journey of finding myself, I realized that there's an opportunity for to increase diversity in, in HR. Yeah. Um, I was always the only, right? Mm-hmm. I was always the only or one of the few. Yeah. And like, I think people think that HR is this exemption mm-hmm. for how the workforce feels about their experience. Mm. So when I think about a, you know, somebody that's underrepresented in this industry that doesn't work in HR, mm-hmm. they at least have the benefit of being able to talk to anybody who they want to out yeah. on the floor about what's going yeah. on. Yeah. We can't do that. No. Right. No. And then, and then who am I, who am I going to go talk to? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Right. Mm-hmm. So I did a, it exacerbated my upbringing, which was I'm a, I, I grew up on the inner city of Chicago, south side of Chicago, mm-hmm. and being a black male, it was already not okay not to not to express your feelings, not to yeah. talk about things, not to bring things up. So I continued that in my profession. Mm-hmm. And HR raw raw, that's what I'm gonna call it, okay? Yeah, yeah. And I had to reconcile all that. And so yeah. I came out fully awoke. Now I know that term is, is controversial. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I came out awoke to really be able to understand my purpose yeah. and that my journey, it, I can lead with that to drive positive change. Yeah. That's an amazing story. So powerful that you took the time to introspect within yourself and figure out heal from your trauma meant that the career that you were in, you could do it a different way. That's right. Not necessarily leave it, right? That's right. Oh but no, I'm I'm always going to be yes. HR role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me I, too. I, me too. Yeah, I, I'm I don't care where, where I'm at, what I'm mm-hmm. doing. Yeah, I mean, people even refer to me as that in this new life. I'm I'm still I'm still HR. It's just now yeah. I'm 
I'm redeployed. Ain't that we like That's using right. that word, don't we? Yes. Redeployed. Mm-hmm. Redeployed. What do you oh, we just we just redeployed this. Redeployed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, it was my own version of a reorg. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. And we could do that for ourselves and it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and part of that process too was reprioritizing what was important to me. Yeah. Um, I don't make as much as I used to. Okay. Go from top line to bottom line, to, you know, W2 to bottom line is a whole different story. It's but true. But it really put everything into perspective. Do I'm you feel happier. Glow. Yeah. There I you go. Like, because when like you it. said, I'll tell you this when you said two plus decades of being in HR, I was like, you look like a little boy. Like, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it right now. Uh huh. You know, there, mm-hmm. you know, there's a period of time where you don't want to be called that. Mm-hmm. But at this time, I think young boy, young gentleman, like, hey, yes, look, look, yes. There's something about making that transition from corporate to doing your own thing that just gives you such a measure of peace, especially when you're living in your purpose. Yeah. Versus sitting in someone's organization, helping them build a legacy that isn't fulfilling you or serving you. Yeah. Makes a difference, right? Yeah, it does. I tell people all the time that first off, I, I started off the business as a side hustle. Mm-hmm. So it'll be five years I'll have this business this year, but this will be wow, one congrats. year. Thank you. But this will be one year's full time. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, don't get upset because number one, that's not your business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not your business. So <laughs> if, if, as long as it's not unethical, it doesn't right. cross against your values and all of the kind of stuff. This comes along with the territory of being in the HR function because we're yes. there to support them. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this is the reason why I always feel like, you know, and that I didn't do was have balance. Yeah. I started the side hustle so that like when I don't agree with that, I can at least teach other HR professionals what to expect, respect for and to teach them best practices. Right. Yeah. I'm able to balance that out because when you put so much into one thing, you get disappointed. Not only disappointed mm-hmm. based off those decisions, but mm-hmm. you'll get disappointed if you get laid off. Yeah. There's something that's where I because in the end, again, back to the mm-hmm. original origin story. It's yes. not your business. It's not mm-hmm. your business. Mm-hmm. business. Do do something do something that I I say that every single human resource person, if you in HR world, yeah. you got a gift. That's and, right. And a gift is meant to be shared. Correct. Right? Lean into that because also HR is not HR everywhere, which means that's that true. A, pl- a singular place is the chances of them leaning into your complete gift mm-hmm. is is minimal, right? Yes. You got to find it. Don't sit that's there. Right. Don't get complacent. I'm allergic to that. I'm allergic yes. to complacency. Oh, I'm comfort. I'm like, well, mm. there's nothing wrong with it. It's just I don't understand it. Yes. Yes. Allergic to complacency. I like that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> not one from you, my friend. Yes, That's, but yeah, I, I not, absolutely agree with you. <laughs> but I absolutely agree with you. I feel like for a lot of us, we don't, and I get that a lot working with HR people. We feel that we have to stay, either have to stay in organizations for one reason or the other, whether it's the finance of it all, or the responsibility of it all, or the people of it all. But I. I really think, and I agree with you, that I advocate for 
don't just stay. If you stay in your comfort zone, you will never get to your growth zone. If you stay in your comfort zone, you will never live your true self. You'll never discover who you really are. And life, that's why life exists, right? That's why we exist. We exist to explore and expound and grow and thrive. But if we don't take those opportunities because we feel comfortable or we're afraid of because what happens if, then we will never really live the life that we're supposed to live and be the people that we're supposed to be. So you just kind of drove that home for me a little bit more, but I absolutely agree with you on that. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, everyone needs to get uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to grow. Yes. I mean that the pressure is what drives you to do, you know, other things. But again, Mm -hmm. you know, like I said, there's this huge, I think the, HR is so dynamic, right? Yes. It's so dynamic that it looks and feels different by company, right? Yeah. And by company's culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the reason why it's so important that you are intentional in understanding where your magic happens. Yes. Um, uh, when you're going out looking for opportunities, you, you mm-hmm. have to be very deliberate. Yes. And it can't be based off title because it could nope. be overinflated, underinflated, or not what you expect. Correct. Um, it can't be based off of money because at the end of the day, we're in it for different things. We have, yes. I find that most people love what they do. It's never mm-hmm. about job context. No. It's about the culture. Culture. Right? Of the company. Yes. That's, that's the number one reason why people leave and turn over or it doesn't mm-hmm. work out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those red flags, they'd be everywhere. They'd be everywhere. You need to ask. You need to ask. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I advocate that you just as intentional as a company is mm-hmm. in vetting you, you need to be just as just intentional in vetting them. Especially Absolutely. that manager. Especially yes. that whoever that manager is going to be. Because we be. can't we HR, you cannot do your superpower with, with without a boss that leads into your strengths. You Correct. just can't. Can't you just can't impossible. You'll be you'll feel defeated and that's where your deflation, your demotivation, your loss of mojo will come absolutely agree with that and i tell you julie mm-hmm. like i've only had one um black person be my manager in my entire 22 years in this profession wow. one only one wow yep only one i'd ask you to tell me about that experience but i'm not gonna do it <laughs> that's another episode <laughs> yeah we, we gonna save that for another episode the door the door is open my seat that already tells me Oh. I want to. I want to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> now, what what you want to know? Oh, the possibilities are endless. Like, what okay. was that? What was that experience like? Because if it's like I said, two plus decades, twenty two years of being in HR, how long did that relationship last? What was it like versus what it was like being led when you didn't have a leader that looked like you? Yeah, I think the number one thing was <clears throat> it was quicker for us to be able to understand each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got that. And uh, she allowed me to do, she she gave me the autonomy. And I'll tell right. you about this environment. It wasn't for very long, but it was very impactful. And, I, and that's yeah. the thing too, right? It's like, mm. you know, people people go based off of this of this loyalty thing. Like you got to be mm-hmm. in a company a certain amount of time, but you got to be here in this job for a certain amount yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad at least 
I, I think this is one of the few things about today that I that I enjoy and I embrace because now it's challenging companies to really relook at the, that old playbook yes. that people used to have, which was that longevity meant something. Yeah, meant something. Like in HR, it doesn't. Like no. uh, it, there's there's plus and minuses for both. But anyway, yeah. back to this brief stint that I was yeah. at this place. I was involved in a process in which there was unionization efforts going on at a plant. Mm. Mm-hmm. I had never dealt with it before, but guess what? Mm. I led that effort, was involved in an entire spectrum. They're still union free today. Nice. And it's one and it's an experience that I will always have with me. Yes. <clears throat> she trusted me yeah. to lead that, right? I mean, Not, we're talking no. about everything from the employee walking into my office with a union authorization card. Mm-hmm. to me working with the company to manage out those managers that failed to one identify that it was happening and then yeah. was reluctant to change right, right. all of, all the things in between and nice. i had never had that experience before but before. it was certification her support of me yeah. all of the things that the reason why i left that company by the way was i was it was all, it was like 100% travel once that happened and uh my unfortunately my home was violated and i just uh-huh. couldn't I had yeah. I couldn't continue that pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, those are circumstances. That, that's life. Life be life, life and life happens. Life all right? the time. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. It's true. Right? It's true. And we had just spoke. We just reconnected, and I just it was it was just a different. It even though it was high pressure, yeah. I was able to deal with it better, knowing that I had somebody that had my back ah. and that that trusted me yes. to do what I needed to do. And she understood it organically. Yeah. I didn't have to explain yes. it to her. I had to re- redo. I had to create a tracker. I didn't mm-hmm. have to give daily updates. It was Nothing. just it was just truly an organic and trust and psychological safety all packaged into one. All that. So that's mm-hmm. what, so that's what it was, Julie. Nice. That's Got what you. it was. Got you. Tell our audience a little bit about HR certified. This your baby. Um, there's so many amazing things that I see because I I found you I found you on LinkedIn which is where I find most of my guests Uh, but there was just something that really made me gravitate to reach out and say I need to magnify your voice because you're doing such great work and I've been truly inspired by watching you and the work that you're doing and I feel like it's important that people know who you are and what you do and how it impacts people. And I always get this question all the time. Now, um, when I get it, I can give an answer. I go, go check out Anthony Howard. When people always ask me all the time, like, what are some of the best places to get your HR certification? Or do you know anyone that helps people get their HR certification? Yeah. And I mean, there are so many good people in the space. I mean, I always recommend um, Ricklin Woods, but I never had like a male. I can always recommend women. I never had like a male counterpart to recommend. So now I have Anthony. So t- <laughs> tell us a little bit about HR certified. Man, oh my goodness. So um, HR certified was birthed off of my desire to wanting to be an elementary school teacher, right? right? Um, training development, talent management, those are my babies. Yeah. Um, and I was able to uh, adapt that to my mm-hmm. career. Yeah. Um, and certification is what has allowed me to be very successful because I had a different approach towards earning it myself. Yeah. I'm um, a non-traditional profile. I don't have mm-hmm. my bachelor's degree, only have an right. associate's degree. Um, but it was through the power of certification and the way that I took 
that opportunity and that learning journey that yeah. really equipped me to be able to navigate and to be as flexible and agile in this dynamic space. Yeah. So what I realized was I am really good at facilitation. I'm really mm-hmm. good at training development. I'm really mm-hmm. good at talent management. Mm-hmm. Why And why don't I teach the course? Yep. So I joined, um, there was a posting, Interplay uh, HR posted in Atlanta. Um, that's National Association of African Americans in HR. Mm-hmm. And my peer at the time saw the posting, came in my office and was like, Anthony, you should apply. And I mean, it was just a lot of stuff going on. And that right. this was in a row. And I was like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. fine. I'm good. In mm-hmm. fact, it had expired. The posting Ooh. had expired. And she wow. said, apply anyway. anyway. Apply anyway. Mm-hmm. And I did. They interviewed me, panel, the board, wind up, and I wound up evolving it from a study group to really a, a truly a class. Right. And then as years went on, I realized there's something, there's something yeah. different I could do with this. Mm-hmm. And so when I incorporated, um, and as I always think about how to enhance the, the model, yeah. I finally found something that made it unique, which mm. was the element of professional coaching. Yeah. Right? Um, HR people, we always recommend professional coaching. Right. In particular, for those that are looking to go into directorship, yep. But we need a coach whenever, right? Exactly. You could be great. You could be great at what you do, but I promise you, everybody that you admire out here in these streets, they got a coach that's, that's whispering right. in their ear, right? That's right. And so I said, you know what? People are not going to gravitate towards coaching. I'm like, oh, it's too expensive. They're going to have all these things. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I'm a put that into the offering of the, on the journey of certification. Yeah. So um, I elevate this from a pass fail exercise, which is right. chess, and really elevate it to chess, which is yeah. what better time to be professionally coached as yeah. an underrepresented person yes. than when you have the entire body of knowledge in front of you. Correct. So that's what we are about. Because there's mm-hmm. a lot of vendors out there that help you. And there's a Correct. lot of people who will touch, approach this like, oh, I'm just, they just, they treat it like an entrance exam. And mm. you you are missing it. You yeah. are missing out. This, this is, is not an SAT, SAT, GMAT. This is the foundation in which now you'll have the mindset yeah. of not just understanding, remembering stuff, but understanding concepts. And yeah. more importantly, where to go to get it when you need it. Need it. And so I that's what- it. That's what HR Certified is about, to be able to attract and upskill mm-hmm. under, underrepresented in this space through yeah. connections, coaching, mm-hmm. um, and community. Because we yes. also need the space that I did not have the majority yes. of the time of my career. So that's mm-hmm. that, that was a long way to answer, but I didn't know how else the way to cut it. No, but that was, that was a perfect answer. Don't worry about it. There's nothing to cut. That was well, a perfect Because it is. Because it is. That's right. Nothing surprises us. It's really important to recognize that there are so many things that our certification does not prepare us for. Oh, yes. And when we recognize that, then we know there's so much uncertainty. With all that uncertainty, even though nothing may surprise us anymore, it's how to cope. And you cope better when you have someone in your ear, when you have a coach. I I started my coaching journey as in being in HR and working with a coach seven years into my HR career. 
it made all the difference in the world. The things that I was open to learning and developing, asking myself, the introspection, the reflection, the work that I was doing made me better so that when I got to the point of managing my own team or working on a project that I could do it end to end and build my community made all the difference in the world the moment that I made the investment in a coach. But you said something that was really important that made me think of that is a lot of times people think about the money. Yeah. The money of it all. But I saw something the other day that someone wrote on Instagram and it it changed the way I thought think about sharing my business with people. It was just a question. Is it expensive or is it expansive? Mm -hmm. Which is the more important of the two? Do you really want to expand your knowledge, your your growth professionally, personally, or are you going to be tied up in the money of it all? And really for a lot of people, it's not expensive. They just can't get past or they don't see the expansiveness of it all. Look, if you can go to a Beyonce concert, you can get this done. Okay. That's right. You you find you will find a way. And and this is the thing. HR, depending on the industry, mm-hmm. but HR, I mean, it's it's a it's not this is not McDonald's. Okay. No. Like like it's not it's it's one in which well one, you should advocate for yourself and get a company to, Correct. to help 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 Correct. you or Correct. pay for it. That's number one. Because of all the things that you're you're doing. You gotta speak up for yourself, be advocate mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're working, that's number one. Correct. Um, but and then number two is, and you're right. It's like I don't think many people really understand the benefits of it because we coach inherently as part of mm-hmm. our role, part Correct. of our job. Correct. Um, and then especially people of color. Well, what are we gonna pay somebody else to tell us what we already know? No. Okay. <laughs> Come out of your cell, right? Correct. Come Get out, out of your head. Cell. Get out your own way. That's it. Because HR, at its core, is not about you. Correct. It's about the perception of you. Correct. And you you cannot fully assess that yourself. No, nobody can. Nobody I'm can. I'm so glad you said that. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that. Thank you. <laughs> Tell me, Anthony, what has got you excited about being in the HR right now? Because as you said, you at your core, you're still HR. You still do yeah. HR things. What's got you excited about being in HR? Yeah, um, it, it evolves. Just like when you do assessments, mm-hmm. like, for example, if you do strength finders and you did that prior to COVID, you need to do it over again. Because everybody, everything has switched, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what I enjoy about being in HR now is that I um, that my story has a voice that can yeah. be the catalyst to positive change mm-hmm. in a time in which organizations are trying to find out how to solve this talent management equation, mm-hmm. which is finding the right people to do the right job at the right time in the right way. Mm-hmm. And I think the answer to that, I know the answer to that, is uh, trashing the old playbook that they yeah. had, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and really finding, meeting people where they are. Yeah. And having that lens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that requires, I think that requires a diverse HR department to help them with that. Yeah. 
homogenous HR department. Just because you're female does not does not encompass no. all that is in a multi generational, multicultural workforce that's forever mm-hmm. that's forever changing. Yeah. And we are the catalyst of change. We, right? are. we are the ones that are working with executives, with hiring managers, with mm-hmm. how can we really stand up for that yeah. if we're not diverse ourselves? Correct. So um, I think this is an awesome time because mm-hmm. what I didn't think was a need then is a need now. now. And, yeah. it, and it's complementary to what I, I'm all about and my journey and my story. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. <laughs> About really, each really. Rah, 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 rah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo! Because okay, each is doing its thing out here. In these LinkedIn streets. In these LinkedIn streets, we looking real different, different. Yeah, it is. And I had to become an entrepreneur. And what's unfortunate is that I had to become an entrepreneur in order to have the conversation fully. Because yeah. no one's talking about it. Loudly. No one's talking about it. Loudly. No one's talking oh, about it. Loudly. They're talking about it by way through yes. the company lens. Yes. In general, no, Correct. I'm very specific. No, in we HR, can be straight right. now. Correct. Yeah. We get yep. to the point. Let's One get, thing. Let's get there. Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> that's true. So that's why I'm excited. I am really excited, and uh, I, I think one other component is that there's so many people who support me, but they can't. Yes. Right? Um, because oh, I get that too. I get yeah. that every, the DM say it all. Yeah. Yeah. The DM and, say and it that's all. unfortunate. It is. Yep. It I is. Have put, I have put a posting out there with Issa Rae, you know, when she does like this, mm-hmm. like this. <laughs> say, I know you looking, but you can't like it because you got lurkers at your job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lurking, lurking Lurk. in LinkedIn. I'm like, where you get because, the time to lurk? Yes. Oh, go mind your business. Okay. Like, mind your business. I don't understand that. I never understood that. That's, Why you that want speaks creepy? Stalker vibes. Creepy, creepy, creepy. When you go on there and you see, mm. you know, certain people at your job or someone at. But it's it's lurking, be lurking, lurking, be lurking. But you know what? But that's still okay. Yeah, because it's for them too, right? Mm -hmm. Not Mm -hmm. about the likes. It's not about the comments. It's about the impact. Yeah. So if those messages drive those those what I call lurkers, Mm -hmm. um, I hope that there at some point there's something or decision that they make in their lives that allows them to not lurk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. New job. Way, new mindset, um, something, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Right? So that's that's for y'all. That's I for agree. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for sharing. I love it. Tell us what you're reading, watching, listening to right now that you think our audience would appreciate. Ooh, I am reading Elizabeth Liva's book mm-hmm. called "I'm Not Yelling." Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it it's about now the book is um, an African American's journey you know, woman, black woman yeah. and working in corporate America. Uh, but there were a lot of, you know, a lot of of um, stories that I could really relate to. I felt like her book came out before mine. Like yeah. you know, she, she really leaned into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that book because of its resiliency. Yeah. 
The other book that I I have that I always read, mm-hmm. um, I have it. You know, I got a library back here. Mm-hmm. I can and again, this is not. I don't get nothing from this, but I think this this is an awesome, awesome, awesome book uh-huh. called "A Great Place to Work for All." Mm. And if you need data as it relates to diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging, working, and how that, that translates to financial results. This is the this book. Is the book. And even better is that I see myself uh, for Ooh, its author. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. So um, this, this, this is it. Okay. Um, right here. Now, what am I watching? So unfortunately, I've been watching a lot of news, which is bad. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. The news is horrible <laughs> these days. It is. But I, it's important that you also get a balanced approach yeah. towards it. So mm-hmm. if you do watch the news, I say watch the opposite. Watch the yeah. polar opposite as well. And also don't just keep it in the United States. Keep it global because those yep, things that exactly. happen outside, they they happen here too. Correct. Mm-hmm. And as far as like series is concerned, like I feel like I haven't had time to mm-hmm. watch too much of that. Okay. But some of the things that I, I, I love being able to watch is like Shark Tank. Mm. You know, see what's what's going on mm-hmm. there. Also, I just uh, something that's really fun. I like Game of Thrones, so I Ooh, will. Okay, but I like Game those. those yeah, mm. I'd rather watch that than reality shows. Okay, like at least that you know, dragons. Yeah. Like you know, ain't nothing, but mm-hmm. it's still drama. I love yeah. it, okay? uh-huh. but it's not. You know, I it's it's I could put it in a category that's not real, right? Okay. Yeah. So, um, but no, though, I know that's not inspirational on this platform, but I'm just letting, you, letting y'all know what I'm No, what I'm I mean, I think it's important that we share the human side, right? <laughs> not just about the professional side, but who we are at our core and what, what mind-numbing nothingness do we like anyway, you know, and share among ourselves. And I think we're, we're always a, a professional learner. So I'm always into doing something to further the craft. That's the thing. You can never get, no. you know, can never be perfect at HR. Never. No. So right now. Always something to learn. Yeah. So right now I'm actually going through an, another certification. <laughs> All right. For, for project management without being a project manager, right? Nice. Not going through the whole PM, PMP thing because mm-hmm. that's very, uh, it's based off the soft skills. Right. I re, I, I'm really... I, I love it because I, I can take a tremendous amount of information, remix it. And, and if I were to remix this designation, it is one in which you learn how to drive results through people who don't report right. to you. Mm. That's that's the, because yeah. it's through the yeah. soft skills. Correct. Right? Correct. You know, Correct. Um, and learning all things AI. So I I will say this because I'm a tech guy. Uh-huh. So I I. I'm not a tech guy in comparison to where I was earlier because it's just right. seemed like it just went leaps and bounds. But if you were to kind of put HR on a spectrum as it relates to adopt adaptation of technology, we're a little bit behind. Um, and I think there's an For opportunity sure. to catch up. And you know who assessed that? I, I spoke with Sherm. They have a tech division. Uh-huh. They reached out to me and they even said it themselves. So it, it was a... It was an affirmation. So yeah. I would just say, if you're looking to develop, like you need to be ahead of um, AI. Don't have yeah. it. Don't have it get ahead of you because that's ahead of you. There's, a, there's a transformation coming. Yes. And oh, if yeah. you're 
And if the majority of your stuff is off of these grandfather processes that only you thought you knew or control, yeah. you, mm -hmm. there's only one song you're going to sing. You about to lose your job. Uh -huh. Okay. Like mm -hmm. lean into the human centric yeah, um, and to those aspects that can't be replaced by robotics Correct. in AI. Like yeah. you, you, because there's a, there's a shift coming. It's coming. Yep. And when it comes, it's going to come like Netflix to Blockbuster. Mm -hmm. It's going to come to Amazon like Montgomery Ward. Okay, then. You got to get it ready. You yes. got to get it ready. Yes. <laughs> I agree. What did you I say? If, wait, wait. if you haven't asked Chat ChatGPT at least five questions right now, you're already behind. And you, you're already behind. You, what's that song? Uh, what's that saying? You, Millie, you in danger, girl. You better. <laughs> You better get, you better get, you better get on the floor. You better get, you better get on. I'm telling you, they gonna implement some AI. You gonna be It's actual and factual. I'm telling you, it's a thing. It's a thing. I agree with you. It's a one hundred percent. I I oh. see. I hear it. I see it all the time. And I keep saying to people, you cannot stay in this process of doing things manually. The day has come, has gone, and you need to jump on before you get left behind even further. Oh my goodness. There's just yes. so much out to. there happening right now. If you you said chat GPT, but I think like even if you're not designing things in Canva. Using oh, the magic right in Canva, creating those posters and designs in, in yeah. Canva, which is for free, like yeah. you are way behind. Wait, if you're not using project management tools like Trello or Asana, Workday, if you're not using Monday or any of those things, ClickUp, you are so far behind. That's right. If there's it's in front so of if, if there's a green screen that you're tabbing, through that's your mm. primary system mm -hmm. i'm telling you 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 better catch up if your uh -huh. file cabinet with the key on it is providing security to you you are in danger danger and hr raw raw danger you are, you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's true well, we talked about a lot we today. did and you know what we got one more question Okay, all to right. get through. Okay. What is the biggest misconception about HR, or in your case, HR? Rah, 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 uh, okay, that really yes. bothers you that you want to set the record straight on right here, right now. Oh, yeah. There's the spectrum that, um, and how organizations apply HR mm -hmm. that I think is going to come to a reckoning in mm -hmm. this new digital age. Yep. So I think that the misperception is that at very soon, um, organizations won't be able to use dress up HR as the personnel department as they Correct. have. Right? Mm. That it's going to evolve quickly. Yeah. It's going to be the disruptor. Yes. That really challenges HR to truly be HR. Yes. And yeah. and when that happens, we'll no longer get people who are not familiar with HR to say H&R Block mm -hmm. or, oh, you, oh, you hire, fire, interview, mm -hmm. right? 
yeah. I think that would be a, a thing of, of the past. And this yep. is the opportunity now to truly yes. lean into it. And even if you're, and even if your company isn't aware, anybody that's listening, that's an HR needs to be aware. To be aware. Absolutely. Um, and, and lead, lead into that. And because yes. they can't, they can't say they didn't know. No. Right. Correct. They didn't know. So I think that's the, the misperception is that things will remain as it is mm-hmm. for much longer. Yes. I think that, I, that that's that's what I would say. Yeah. It's so, so funny that you said that because I just came out of a meeting before we had this call to one of the local community colleges here. And the person that I was speaking with said the same thing. She said, we are very much still masquerading as a personnel department. We are not practicing court HR. And she said, I hope that, you know, our principal and the people that were in the room today heard you when you said all of the things that HR should be doing, mm-hmm. and all of the technology that HR should be working with. That's right. And how HR team should be built mm-hmm. will make a difference to them because we really are, she said, we are so far behind. And that just rang home to me, as you said. There are a lot of organizations globally that are still, they're giving out these names, but they're not, they're just masking and still are very much personnel, expecting the HR people that they hire to act as a personnel department. And that time is the revolution has begun. It has. Because there are people like you who exist and people like me that exist that say to HR people, listen, you need to open your eyes and get out of the matrix. That's right. Because this is what HR really looks like and it is bright and it is beautiful. And you could be in this space. All you have to do is find the right organization that deserves you and is willing to walk the walk and talk the talk with you and finance it and share the money and show you the money. Right. That's it. Show you the money so that That's you can be the department that you deserve to be. That's and right. now that HR people are becoming awakened and they see it and they go, oh, I'm not putting up with that anymore because this is where I can exist. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, exactly. Deuces. I'm out yeah. of here. That's yes. right. Because, again, you know, there's so many things that we can do. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, the gig economy is real. Yep. You know, there's so many things that we can do on the side to still lean lean into it. Absolutely. Break, the ability to break the chain is is higher. And yes. guess what? I think the, the pendulum is going to switch mm-hmm. from all these manual processes, tasks, yep. and, you know, ad hoc things yep. to add to truly Getting it automated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, human-centric. driven That's going to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. guess what? And I already know, like, I think that also... That the pathways to entry is going to decrease too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because all the it's going to be ate up. So mm-hmm. how do you get into it? So that's that's a whole nother that's yes. a whole nother episode. But why are mm-hmm. you in it? Get ahead of get it. Ahead of it. Get, get ahead of it. Get ahead of it. Upskill, yeah. reskill, up-skill. do whatever you need to do. Always and go check out HR certified yes. to help you build and reskilled. Absolutely. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So that's Anthony, it. you survived your time in the sound booth oh today. My Thank you so much for being here. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Door is always open. You are welcome back anytime. 
to continue part two of any of those conversations that we started to pick up, but we didn't finish. And I know there's a lot more we could talk about. That's right. Please tell our beautiful audience where they can find you on social media. If they want to connect with you, want to learn more about HR certified, get certified with HR certified. Yes. Tell us how they can find you. Yeah. So um, you can reach uh, us at www.gethrcertified.com. Uh, you can reach me at Anthony Paris Howard, Anthony P. Howard um, on LinkedIn and all the social media uh, platforms. Um, as well as, um, yeah, those are the, those are the two main ways where you can, you can get in, in, in touch with us. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And yeah. I wish you all the best and ever success. And I'm looking forward to getting my t-shirts. <laughs> That's ah. right. That's right. It was recorded for quality purposes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Julie. You're welcome. Thank you for joining me for this episode of HR Sound Off. I hope that you found it useful. You can find this and all of the episodes of HR Sound Off on all major podcast platforms. Spotify, Apple, Amazon, you name it, we're there. Remember, HR Sound Off is created by HR professionals for HR professionals. If you would like to share your story, then reach out to us and let us know. Make sure to hit the notification bell and subscribe to HR Sound Off on YouTube as well as Podbean. And we'll see you again when we next sound off.